What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Sons of Legends. Your boy, Art Dog, here with your homeboy, MJ Gunner. Oh, we're back in the track. Let's do this thing. Let's do it. Let's do it. I ain't going to talk about how whack your intros be. Man, what up, um, dog? Okay. We got a returnee on the line, uh, one of our personal favorites. Always. You know, Teddy the Champ. What's Teddy. good with you, bro? What up, boys? We up in here? We oh, up yes, in sir. the building. Like always. Uh, we got a full, full show to get to, man. First off, I want to say R.I.P. to Silver King, man. Uh, yeah, the- he died in ring in in ring action in uh, another organization. Uh, Trailblazer, pretty much. He wrestled in WCW, if anybody remembers him from then. Yeah, he's uh, the son of legendary luchador, uh, Dr. Wagner. You know, his yeah. uh, brother, Dr. Wagner Jr. And, you know, it's it's always sad to you see that this stuff yeah, happening. It's everything. even more heartbreaking when it's caught on video and, yeah, you know, distributed to the world. I don't, just I don't, messed up. Yeah, man. I don't really agree with filming death and put it on, putting it on Me the either, internet. Me neither, man. That's messed up. I'm not really a big fan of that. And also, I, I need for these other companies to be aware that you need paramedics and emergency personnel at all shows. You never know what could happen. And a lot closer than up a ramp 25, 50 feet away. They need to be a lot closer and more accessible. Yes, yes. They need to have a clear passage to the ring in case anything like this happens, man. This is the second time that I've seen a death filmed on camera. And, you know, uh, emergency personnel needs to be able to get to them. That's my biggest gripe with this whole thing. And RIP to the Silver King, man. Um, There you go. Let's jump into some uh, some of these MMA topics since that's the big yeah. stuff. You know, UFC, uh, I want to say 237, I want to say, happened this weekend. It's so many numbers, dude, it's hard to keep up with. <laughs> but uh, it was Rose Namajunas and Jessica Andrade. Congratulations yeah. to Jessica Andrade for the win. She's the new women's bantamweight champion. Congratulations. Um, the fight was incredible. Rose was picking her apart in the beginning. And all of a sudden, she gets slammed on her head. And yeah. gets knocked unconscious. I mean, things could just change just like that. I mean, just like that. It's that's the that's the fight game, man. Anything could happen. From getting your ass beat to one slam, and it's over. And then that's it. New champ. <laughs> it's over. Congratulations, well, Jessica Andrade. Mm-hmm. Congrats. Um, Anderson Silva gets finished. Yeah. My God, man, this shocked Brazil. This had Brazil quiet. Well, they were quiet until the winner of the fight got up there to have his post-fight interview. And then, and then they them, booed him out of the building. Brazilians started booing and stuff. It's not his fault. Well, rude. he, of course, he was putting up a good fight. Jared Cannonier looked really good in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And um, he throws this, he's kept throwing these leg kicks, and he throws one to the inside of Anderson Silva's leg, and it looked like it broke his knee again. I think it's over. I think Anderson should stop fighting now or before he diminishes his record anymore. Mm-hmm. Ted, you got I any agree. thoughts on this? I agree. Silver was one of the one of the untouchables. That was a man back in the day and to see what he's what's happened to him in the last few fights. Might be time to step away and get into coaching, sir. Yes. Just might. Yes. To I me, definitely agree. Silver will always be the greatest of all time, but the one person you'll never be able to beat is Father Time. 
Exactly. I think right. it might be good. I think it might be time. Father Time is undefeated, and looks like he's him and Silver going at it right now. I think. The, the Brazilians got swept in the main card except one fight. They won the main event. <laughs> well, I guess they did have a reason to be a little miffed. <laughs> yeah, they were, they were pretty mad, and Jessica came and saved the night for them. So rude. Okay, um, Bellator also had an event this weekend. Uh, Michael, Ven- Michael Venom Page, MVP. The big star everybody's always talking about was undefeated. Gets knocked out this weekend. So tough. Uh, Diego Lima, I mean, Douglas Lima threw a leg kick and then hit him with an uppercut while he was on his knees. That was a crazy sequence. Knocked him out from the ground. Um, Jack Swagger. Good Lord. Let's talk about Jack Swagger. Okay, his win ends up in a lot of controversy, and we're going to get into this one. Jack Swagger puts a guy in an arm triangle. The guy taps. Swagger does not let go. The ref gets on him, tries to pull him off. Swagger still does not let go. They finally get him off, and he gets on the mic, and says he doesn't care that people's booing him. They're not in there. Uh, he's rock hard with emotion. He's got a phoner. Well, he should care that people are booing him, man. What's a screw up? Always a screw up. God, I never really liked that guy. I never really did. Even as a wrestler. <laughs> I think Jack Swagger lost a fan in me. When he got uh, you remember the DUI? Yeah, like for WrestleMania. two weeks before WrestleMania, it was supposed to be him and Alberto Del Rio, and he gets pulled over. He gets into trouble, man. I was so amped. I knew he was gonna win that world heavyweight title. Yeah, he and did. He messed it up for me. That gimmick that he had going in was great. That was gonna we work. We the people, the we the people gimmick. Yeah, I and was, he's still using it. That was gonna work, man. It, he was gonna get pushed to the moon with that gimmick, and he screwed it up for himself. Yeah, he did. He did. So how do you feel about his actions in the octagon about not letting the submissions go and things like that? Well, I don't think that it... I honestly don't think it was, you know, because, you know, I think I don't think it was out of malice. I think he was... He might have just made a mistake, you know. As I, as I said, you know, once a screw up, always a screw well, up. Well, you know, they always say, don't stop until the ref stops you. But the ref's literally trying to pull him off of him, though. Yeah, he was. He literally was. Like. <laughs> Snatching on his neck. Come on, man. You, you got to get in on this kind of stuff, man. Learn the rules or something, Jack Swagger. Yeah, I'm not too happy about that. I mean, everybody knows. If you're an MMA fan, everybody's heard of Husamar Paul Harris. Mm-hmm. Husamar Paul Harris was like this devastating Brazilian leg lock artist who, in a moment's notice, could pretty much break your shit. He could break your leg. He got fired from the UFC for doing this exact same thing, As for not should, letting go of man. submissions. You gotta let it go. He's not in Bellator because of this exact same thing, for not letting go of submissions. That's that's an unwritten code, dog. You, you, when you, you feel tap, the tap, you let tap, it go. You let it, you, you let it go. Teddy, what do you think of this uh, topic here? You a fan of uh, Jack Swagger and everything? Well, it's kind of hard to say against it because I mean he does he does have the amateur wrestling background, but he did come from WWE too. So mm-hmm. what's to say him and him and uh, what's the name he's fighting weren't backstage like, hey, let's make this drawn out, let's put some character into it. Because honestly, 
when it comes to MMA, you think UFC, not necessarily Bellator. So what if this was something internally done to try to pump up that name a little bit? I don't think if this was, was that. Yeah, me neither. I doubt it. Like, this and ain't pro wrestling. It's a you difference. You trying to get heel heat here. No, it's a difference. When you're fighting in the octagon, you try to build up your heat, your heel heat, and your fan favorite heat by the buildup of the fight. Mm-hmm. And what you say on the mic after. During the fight, it's all respect. It's or supposed it should to be. be. Yeah, it's supposed to be. I don't think Jack Swagger had too much respect for this guy. Yeah. And then he said, what he said after his post-fight interview, he said, in my last fight, the guy was trying to punch me from the ground when I already had it in, so I thought he was doing that. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't apologetic. Yeah, he was just basically, you know, I did it. You know, what happened. Shut up about it, pretty much. Yeah, he wasn't apologetic at all. Yeah, that's kind of a dick move, in my opinion. Well, in my opinion... Where he goes from here. Hmm? Let's see where he goes from here. Yeah, yeah, I mean, let's not get it twisted. Swagger is a good—he's a good fighter. He's yeah. a pretty good fighter. He hasn't lost yet. He's on his way up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he just needs a big name opponent. Yeah, and he's doing his thing in the wrestling <coughs> companies that he's in. Uh, he was in Lucha Underground this last season. Now I'm starting to watch MLW. You know, he's around there and everything. You know, he's doing both pretty much. He's a fighter and a wrestler. Well, that's that's okay because Bobby Lashley did both. Yeah. There are a couple of other guys who did both. Um, that's not the issue. The right. issue is if you're going into these things, follow the rules. Exactly. Have we, some respect. They already don't like you because they look at you as one of those fake wrestler guys, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. So you have to do this thing in dominant fashion and do it respectfully in order for them to respect you. Or else the MMA fans are always going to hate you. Doesn't mean you won't get booked for another fight. It just means you won't have any fans while doing it. Yeah. All right. Um, Let's talk about Fallon Fox, the transgender MMA fighter. Uh, She's had one amateur fight. She's had two pro bouts. All the fights were ended by finishes. Um... There was a big topic on the Joe Rogan podcast about her, about uh, whether she should be allowed to fight women because she is a transgender that transitioned from male to female. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do not agree with this. I do not yeah. agree with this. I'm sorry, dude. Genetically, men are most most of the time bigger. Bigger hands, bigger skulls, a bigger body frame, mm-hmm. just in, in in just the chromosome dexterity. Mm-hmm. We get hit in the head with a pole, we end up unconscious. A woman gets hit in the head with a pole, she's dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see, it would be different if this was not a combat sport. That's you know? the biggest problem. If it's problem. soccer or basketball or, you know, other sports like that where, you know, you're not physically fighting people, you know, it'd be a different story. You know, but uh, as for this, yeah, I got to agree with Joe Rogan on this one. It's not, I can't get behind it. Teddy. Has the surgery been done? If I'm sorry, excuse my French, but if you got a dick, you're a dude. You should be fighting dudes. If it's been removed and you've taken those steps and you 
no longer have the parts, then, I mean, I mean more power to you. Now, I personally better root for the okay. natural female. Okay, but Here, here's my sentiment with that. Sometimes you're still a dude just with no dick. I don't... All right, let's say... Let's say Bruce Jenner gets back into sports. Mm-hmm. Would it be fair? He is a athlete. He was an athlete. If he gets into sports now and starts going against women his age, that's not going to look good. Mm-hmm. Now, <coughs> another big issue is that she was in the military as a guy. I did not know mm. that. I didn't either. She was, a, she was in the military. Not as a she. As a he. Mm. And now, all of a sudden, you want to change your gender and beat up on girls. That's not okay to me. Yeah. I am. I have a hard time with that now, too, knowing this other information because you're trained in combat then as a man. Yeah. You have that knowledge as a female. You don't lose that knowledge. Yeah, I mean, it's a history behind, like, the combat sport. And then it's almost like you're cheating halfway through life. You know what I mean? If you were trained in combat as a guy and then you go, well, I think I'm going to fight girls instead. Because I can't beat guys. Yeah, that's what it kind of seems like, right? Now, we don't, Uh I definitely don't have a problem with her being transgender. As you can see, I'm still calling her her. Mm -hmm. Uh I don't have a problem with her being transgender at all. That's, you know, a personal decision. There's things that mess with your mind. You probably think you've been a, a girl this whole time, and that's okay. I support you in that decision. I don't support you being trained in military combat as a guy, you going up through your whole life as a guy, and then changing your sex and wanting to beat up on girls. It just doesn't fly. Yeah. I guess, I mean, does she do anything else? Does she play any other kind of sport? Does she train? I mean, I mean, all is there I anything know else her, to put her in there? Say that all she's doing is just in there beating up other, beating up other girls. I believe that she's. Um, sh- they're looking at the legalization of her uh, license right now under the athletic commission because they don't really know whether to determine if she can legally fight girls or not. But she well, has had one amateur fight and two pro fights, and they have all ended. And finishes. First round finishes. First round finishes, yes. Yeah, that that makes a difference as well. I mean, she's tearing through like these she's tearing through these girls. And I mean there there are some that support her. Liz Carmouche came out and said that she'd be happy to fight her at one thirty five in the UFC. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's smart, but she 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 does. And let's not, you know, uh, mistake anything. I'm sure she's taking the, the hormones and everything and estrogen. You know, it's not like, you know, this is uh, like halfway through or something, you know, like she's taking right. all this. I'm pretty right. sure it's she's taking like all this she stuff. She still has a beard. Or, right. I mean, she looks, she looks kind of feminine, mm-hmm. but she still looks rock hard. Like, 
You she's know? straight muscle. I mean, you just can't change the genetics, though. That's that's the biggest thing. I think know? that's right. my biggest problem with it is you can't give her like a softer jawline. You can't. you can't like give her a smaller skull. You can't like you can't change the. I, I mean, the initial, you know, growth of her body. She yeah. she grew up as a guy. Well, she's bigger. and she's still gonna have. Male features. I, I I like to see her hands pressed up against another girl's hand mm-hmm. to see how much right. bigger her hand is compared to someone else's. Some uh, average size woman. Like now, well, maybe it's a different story if she decided a long time ago as a child, and then you know what I mean. Right. See, if she was taking up and everything else, but, yeah. but all of a sudden, uh, yeah. If she was, if she was taking the hormones and the estrogen and all that stuff when she was like 13 i understand because at right. that point you still grew up as a girl mhm i'm uh-huh. hoping that that's the case and not that you know she was 21 and decided i i want to be a girl right you know what i mean and even post-op, like, if you go through your teenage years as a guy, I believe she went through the military as a guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, I mean, I have very mixed feelings about this. I want to support her because I don't want anybody to be ashamed of their lifestyle at all. I yeah. really want to support her. Yeah, you know, we get that, you know, in the whole... uh that's not right. That's not making people ashamed of everything. She yeah. has nothing to be ashamed she of. Has, you know, she nothing does at it. all. She doesn't. And if that's the career choice that she's making, like I want to support her, but I, I, I can't. I can't support her getting into combat sports to fight females if she grew up as a guy. That's. I just I can't. Yeah. Well, let's, right. let's just see what happens when she finally gets knocked out by some chick. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like, I don't see that happening. I just uh, don't hey, all see it takes that is happening. One. If you see, all it takes is one. Yeah, yeah it does. True. It does. All it takes. I think that's what she has to do. She has to throw one of these fights by knockout uh-huh. to get people behind her. Y'all want to get into wrestling topics now? Yeah. Uh, this uh, last week. On uh, Raw, uh, Vince introduced <coughs> the uh, wild, card wild card rule. rule. You know, this where, is so stupid. Where three or four people from Raw can show up on SmackDown, and three or four people on SmackDown can show up on Raw. Now, you know, I, I understand, you know, it, it's a little taboo, you know, but I, I can honestly get behind this, I think. I mean, I enjoyed Raw and SmackDown from last week, you know. I enjoyed seeing, you know, the... I. The mystery of who's going to be there each week. And you'll see well, different Well, you can bet your out. ass Roman's going to use it every week. Now, dog, you don't oh, know that. Week. Every week. Every mm-hmm. week on both shows. You can bet your yeah. ass he's going to be there. He wasn't even on SmackDown this week, was he? SmackDown hasn't happened yet. I mean, Smackdown last week's SmackDown. Yet. We're not talking about this yeah. week's Raw. We're talking about last week's Raw. Yeah, he was on last week's SmackDown. Yeah. What was that? I could swear. Yeah. Oh, did he come out after the main event? Because I have not watched that triple threat match yet. Is that where he was towards the end? Because I'm up to that triple threat match. I didn't see him, I don't think. 
No, Roman's been uh, on every show since the wild card. Since actually the shakeup. All right. Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah, I can enjoy. Okay, this is it. what I hear. I hear that this is a ditch effort to save the Fox deal. I hear that Fox is expecting WWE to get three three million viewers at least a week. They're at about one point five on average, and the wild card is implemented in order to save ratings. I doubt this leads to another one point five billion viewers. No million, million viewers. I don't. I doubt that that would uh that'd be the case. You know, it seems like a lot it's of gonna... the stuff that they're doing nowadays is revolving around this Fox deal. You know, yeah, Andrade going back to SmackDown, this wild card thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's huge for one. The Fox deal is huge because mm-hmm. they're they're going to be on syndicated television, just regular TV, mm-hmm. not just. Because I can remember before when wrestling used to come on regular TV channels where you didn't have to have cable. Mm-hmm. That'll be huge uh-huh. for them. Yeah. Saturday Night Main Event used to come on like that. Yep. I remember WrestleMania aired on Channel 2 one year on Fox. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, this is huge for them in order to get their viewership up. But I don't know how Fox expects them to get their viewerships up before getting the viewer, you know, before mm-hmm. getting the deal. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Teddy, what do you think about this wild card deal? As long as it can stay unpredictable, but if you keep bringing the same four people back and forth, then, I mean, you might as well just have them near transient beings. There's no point in calling it something it's not just to, just to get people over. Keep it interesting. Don't just keep playing it out, you know? That's what I think. I think, Why not? yeah, that's the biggest problem Definitely. is having the same people because it up. seems like they're only going to change out like the five major people on Raw, the five major people on SmackDown, which will be right. Kofi, Daniel Bryan, Kevin Owens, the Usos, uh, probably Becky Lynch and Charlotte. And Roman Big, yeah. and AJ. But like that. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? I, ever since the brand split, I've seen AJ and Roman on both shows, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, since Every then. Every week. I've yeah, seen yeah. Kofi on both shows. Yeah. I've seen Becky on both shows. I honestly think that this is they're trying to wean us off this brand split thing. I'd be surprised if it lasted much longer. No, I think they are just going to bring the brands back together again. I think this is what they're building up to. I think that's a terrible idea. You have too many, too many wrestlers for one show. Yeah, I think true. you need to have two shows so you have room for everybody. You know, you put everybody on the same show, you're going to get the same people every week, mm-hmm. and that's going to be even more people getting mad, wanting to go get their future endeavors, sign contracts elsewhere. I mean, keep the brand split, keep the separate shows. If you got to change out a few people every week, you know, then to do what you got to do. But I've always been in favor of the brand split. Yeah, always. I like the brand split, too. Yeah. Because the wild card rule makes it seem like the brand split doesn't mean anything. Yeah, it, it does. You know what I'm saying? And another thing is, what's to stop somebody from jumping the show every week to get a title shot? Uh-huh. True, because Daniel Bryan did that last week. 
you know, he was, uh, speaking of that, I am so happy to see him back. I missed that grungy little hippie. I really did. <laughs> he showed up back the last week on Raw and he faced Kofi Kingston for the WWE title. And then he was on SmackDown Tuesday night and he defeated the Usos for the SmackDown <laughs> tag team titles. Boo! Most I definitely. Love the Usos. Bunch of delinquents. But, as Matt said... <laughs> Here's my problem with that. The Usos have been on both shows every fucking week. Did you see what they did to the revival last that week? That was man? the dumbest Come segment on with all that. ever, dog. That disrespect. Was... I could just taste the disrespect. Okay. All right. I think it's time for Vince to step down. He still thinks stuff like that is funny. That is not funny. I mean, that's. If they're trying to make the revival look like some kind of joke, they're I doing think that's what they're doing. Job. I think this is their last ditch effort to make the revival look like shit before they leave. I mean, is it confirmed? Confirmed that they're leaving? Like, where did you hear that? I've I've read a bunch of different sources that say that they're reading. I, I'm they're leaving. I don't yeah. want to, you know, give it up, give them yeah. out. But yeah. In case it's not true, because I've read a couple of things that weren't true. Remember? Oh yeah, we all we've we've been wrong a couple times on this show, Arsh. <laughs> but anyway, like I said, if they're trying to make them look like some kind of joke or something, they're doing a pretty good job of it with that oozy hot thing they did, and then they're all uh, twitching and overheating and everything last week. He's scooting in the ring like a dog with worms. Yes, and then crawling on the floor. And then, That's so dumb, yo. Man. That was a waste of the Usos' time. That was a waste of the Revival's time. And that was definitely a waste of Gallows and Anderson's time. Man, I, I they think... are getting screwed. The tag team division has been the worst it's been in years. And they have the most talent that they've had in years. I honestly think that unless your name is the Usos or the New Day, they don't really care about tag team wrestlers. I mean, we saw it with AOP. We saw it with, uh, we've, we continue to see it with. Well, AOP was an injury. And yeah. uh, from what I'm hearing, they're going to be back. Pretty soon. But they made him look I mean, stupid before, with before the Drake the injury, Maverick right. peeing on himself thing. Right. You know, they, they wrecked them before the injury. And then, you know, they do it. Then then they do it with uh, Giles and Anderson. They completely dismantle Sanity. And they're yeah. doing it with the Revival now. Like, unless your name is Usos or The New Day. I don't really think they care about This is a terrible time for tag and teams. it sucks. And you got Kurt Hawkins and, and Zack Ryder. Time. As tag team champions. No, I like Kong as a writer. They guy. haven't won a match since they won the belts. They they beat the Revival a few weeks ago, didn't they? Which is another reason they're making the Levi- Revival look shitty. Because they haven't beat anyone else. They got destroyed by these Vikings. Yeah, the Viking Raiders. Yeah. They tore them apart. <laughs> But anyway, yeah. but I like Hawkins and Riders as a, as a tag team. Though I, I enjoy the edge heads. Well, Back what's the, day, what's the now, point of having the nostalgia of a tag team like Hawkins and Ryder and not even having them win any matches? I don't know. That's the problem. Like I, that's why I'm saying again. It's. I think it's about time for Vince to let Trip run the show because NXT is doing so good as far as storylines go. They've had every award for the storylines of the year. Mm-hmm. Almost uh-huh. everywhere with the Champa and uh, Gargano thing, with you know Oscar going on her amazing run, all the way back to fucking Bailey and Sasha Banks. Yep, 
Yep. These storylines are amazing that they're making in NXT, and then WWE changes a motherfucker's name four times every. You know what I'm saying? Like four every times week. week. Like at least be consistent. Yeah, we call them the Viking. We call them the Viking uh, experience, and it's sticking. We don't care what you guys think. But no, they no, gotta keep that's, changing them. That's that's their finisher. Apparently, the finisher is called the Viking experience. Since what? Oh my god, they changed their names too. Yeah, yeah they, they changed their names. Eric and Ivar now, or something. Eric and Ivar. Ivar. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> and, Ivar. and if I'm not mistaken, one of them has his name tattooed on him. They're not even Hanson and Rowe yeah. anymore. Right. They have right. to cover up his Hanson tattoo. Like, yep. we don't mean to sound like a bunch of Carlton complainers, but, you know, <laughs> it's just the tag the point, team division, dog. man. It's, it, they have the best talent that they've had. In Most years. definitely in the tag team division, and they're not being and they're utilized. not even being utilized. At this point, I no. honestly hope the revival do leave. Like I'm not one to say a lot of people are better off, but I think they would be. I think Gallows and Anderson would be better off gone. I think that's the yeah. biggest waste of talent that they have. Yeah, well, they didn't even want them there. They're only there because of can... That's the only reason Gallows and Anderson got there. What? Let's say Ted. The only, the only reason, reason Gallows and Anderson got there is because of AJ. Vince didn't even want him there. Honestly, he didn't want to bring him back. They are amazing tag team. I mean, and they're, they oh, are they being are. Great wasted. Team. Wasted. Wow. Sanity was put together just off a of whim. And they worked. And it worked. And they were awesome. Yeah. They were awesome together. And, and, I mean, they're wasting them. The Revival is a great tag team. Mm-hmm. And they're wasting them. They have so much talent in this tag division that they're not even putting on TV. As I said, if you're not the Usos or the New Day, they don't really care. See, I feel the same way about the women's division. If you're not Becky, it doesn't matter. Oh, that's not true, Art. Now, that one, now, 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 now I'm going to call you on that one, Art. I'm going to call you all, yeah, all your too. BS on that one, Art. Because Ronda just got out of the spotlight. Charlotte, for once, is not all the way in the spotlight. Well, Come on now, it. Art. She's in it. But the talent that they have, dude, that's being underutilized. You've been big on Carmella for a long yeah, time. Yeah, I like Carmella. You know, I think, she's, I think she's being properly utilized. By doing what? You know, not everybody can be on top at all at, at the same time, Art. I say that all the time, right? And it's true. So it should rotate, right? I mean, they got to go with the hot hand here. I think that's what it is. I think that's what they're doing here. They have to go with the hot hand, and then Becky has the hot hand. Right now, yeah. Right now. You know? Becky does have, like, the world behind her yeah. at this point right now. Even if they don't show it during the shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it doesn't really seem like people are excited. I think one of the biggest problems is she's on both shows every week and she comes out and has at least like seven minutes to herself every week. Just talking. Just talking. Yeah. But to be honest with you, I prefer the Iris last kicker to the man. But that's just me. I didn't think she needed to change. She was fine the way she was. I don't really like watching her talk all the time. She's not that great of a deliverer on the mic. Everybody eats it up, though. They eat it I up. agree I with like that. I love Becky, but I agree. She yeah. just doesn't deliver. Now, 
I do like seeing her in the, these confrontations that she's in. With Lacey Evans? With Lacey, her running out and attacking and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Now, that's the man attitude. Because she's supposed to be like a revised Stone Cold, right? Yeah. Stone Cold don't do a whole lot of talking. Yeah. I'm not a very big fan of that Lacey Evans person. And I know who I'm on the line with. And you heard me say it, Teddy. Lacey is awesome. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm not really. I'm not really big on her. You know, I think she. I've said it before on the show. I think she needs the new finisher. She got know? it. She still. I agree with that. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. That women's right. I'm sorry. It'll be a good setup, but she does need a better finisher. No, I, I said it. Okay, I, I've said it, and I think this is the exact way to go with her. The women's right was terrible as a finisher because it limited her in the ring because she couldn't punch you. Right, she can't punch you. She can't punch you in the ring when she's transitioning to her next moves because her mm-hmm. signature slash finisher is the women's right. right. But they revised it. I think that this moonsault is right on the money. That works. You know what I'm saying? Because even though she still has a right hand as a finisher and it could, uh, as a signature and it could come out of nowhere, it's not going to finish you. That way she can use open hand strikes in order to set you up for your next, for her mm-hmm. next move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get you. So that helps. Mm-hmm. The women's right can be like the 619. Yeah, like that. Like the 619 doesn't put right. anybody away. Just it's just a right. prelude. Yeah. So that's what the women's right will be. It'll be the setup for the springboard moonsault that she uses. Yeah. Because I like that moonsault. I'm not going to lie to She you. looks good doing it. Yeah, she does. She's I like her really long. It's something about a, a tall woman doing like backflips that yeah. is amazing. Yeah, I know you. You, I'm surprised you haven't brought it up. You know, you Charlotte has the most amazing moonsault ever. Right? I knew it was no, coming. It wasn't coming, but huh. Charlotte does have an amazing moonsault. I wouldn't say the best ever, yeah. but it's very pretty because she's her legs are so long. Yeah, and her hair flowing in the wind and all <laughs> that stuff. Yeah, her so hair it's very graceful, in. very yeah. southern yeah. and sassy. Yes, so yeah. it's a graceful, elegant move to have for a lady. Mm-hmm. If you get my drift. Yeah, I get your drift. <laughs> Speaking of drift, I hate Elias. Oh, man, Elias is awesome, Mark. Don't start with me. I hate Elias. Why? What's wrong with him? I don't know. Yeah, you, see, you don't even know what's <laughs> wrong with him. Yeah, you just like to hate on things because you can. That's what you do. You're always accusing me of being some kind of hater. It's you, Art. I don't know. I, I like Elias. His songs are hilarious. He's good in the ring. I like Elias. Go ahead, Teddy. I'm with you on the Elias thing. He got booed out of NXT. What has he done? I, I don't like Elias. Elias can go away. You might be the only other Elias fan I know besides my cousin. Man, come on, man. Y'all both a bunch of haters, man. Elias is buddy. Yeah, he's just uh, doing the Rocks concert every night. Okay, The anyway. best thing he did was get booed out of Seattle with who? Kevin Owens. Why? Because Kevin Owens was there. Yeah. Man, whatever, guys. Yeah, that, that was probably the highlight of what he did. He uh, almost started a riot that night. They almost, they almost rioted in the street. almost started a riot. And Man, he always Elias almost did that. Elias <laughs> did that. Don't be trying to give KO his heel heat. Elias did that, man. Anyway. Talking about the supersonics. Anyway, mo- moving on. All right, moving on. Okay, uh, Goldberg and Undertaker was announced at the Super Showdown. Why do they hate us? Why? <laughs> 
Why? I don't get it. Okay. Everybody is mad about this match, correct? Uh, I would yeah. I am curious. Why are you so curious? Right. I mean, what if they let this guy squash the Undertaker and it leads to something else? You just brought up the best possible scenario. In my opinion, I've got all the respect in the world for the dead man, but I doubt it. Right? You know, he's like I think that he's been trying to have those those drawn out long matches like he used to. You know, those classics. But he now he can't do that can't anymore. Do anymore. Now, what if they, what if they do exactly what they did with Lesnar? Making mm-hmm. it as shocking as possible, mm-hmm. him squashing the Undertaker in thirty seconds, mm-hmm. and then Taker leads to this storyline of people think that I don't have it anymore. I feel like I'm losing it. My powers are diminishing. Type shit. That'd be a pretty good idea, Art. I could get behind that one. That was the yeah, only. Yeah, but it's a little too believable. That's the <laughs> only thing I could think of that could make this interesting at all. Yeah. The only thing, the only way this makes it interesting for me is if it somehow, and I don't give a shit how, leads to Sting Undertaker. That's the only match I want to see Undertaker in anymore is Sting. Now, why would you want to see that match? Because you don't want to see Goldberg. The, it's the only one that makes any sense in the supernatural realm. It's the at only one Goldberg at all. Taker makes no sense. There's no build-up. There's no history. There's no reason. No one, no. Give me this match 15, 20 years ago, sure. That's and I thing. know both Sting and Taker are old as shit, but you know what? That That's a match I wanted to see since I was a kid. But, yeah. And if they got to swing crutches and walkers, then so be it. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, Sting was WCW's savior. Taker was WWE's savior. That's the only match that makes sense because of the, you know, the way that they were built. Taker started off as something different, you know, transitioned to Dead Man Walking. He did it backwards. Sting went from the California Beach Blonde to the Crow, so he did it that way. But they both ended up, you know what I'm saying, like being the supernatural beings in their respective companies. So that's the only match that makes sense for the first time ever. Oh, I see. Sting's not going to do it, though, probably. Yeah, yeah. I think Sting's retired all the way. I mean, Seth Rollins almost killed him. Thanks to Seth Rollins, he'll never wrestle again. Dog, please, stop with that, man. I've been listening to this story for years. He just did a simple turnbuckle powerbomb. And I almost killed him. It's not like he did it differently. Seth Rollins was an injury machine back then. I don't want to hear your Dang. excuses. It's years later, you might as well just accept the fact that he was an injury machine back then. Okay, I'm not going to lie. He did uh, have Injure a, a lot of people. He had a couple. Dang. Dang my ass. Always trying to bring the man down. That's the reason we're not going to get Taker Sting. Sting mm. almost died the last time. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh... So what did you guys uh, think of uh, uh, Goldberg and Lesnar, uh, by the way? Because that was Goldberg's last big feud. I think that it was amazing. I liked Goldberg and Lesnar. But it's know? the difference. There was history. They both mm-hmm. quit on the same night. They yeah. had a shitty match at WrestleMania, which, honestly, when you go back and look at it, it wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. People just weren't here for it. They didn't give a fuck. They didn't want to hear shit else from Taker Gold from. Uh, both of these guys, they both Brock and Goldberg, after they knew they were leaving. They felt betrayed. 
You know, I guess that's what it was. They, they felt betrayed back in the day. So, but the but the sequence that they gave us, all of them were great. Yeah, I loved Taker and Lesnar. You know, as much as you, I mean, Goldberg Lesnar. I know you guys hate to give them credit, but Brock I think Lesnar. Brock made their feud interesting. You know, he did what he what he does. He made the feud interesting. Somebody had to. Yeah. yeah, Brock's, but that's the difference. Now, if they're planning on doing this with Taker, they could make it work, but I'm pretty sure they're not going to do it in Saudi Arabia. I mean, the only nah, reason, I don't know where. The only reason why this match is happening, I would believe, is because they're going to that uh, Crown Jewel, a uh, Super Show, Super Showdown. Didn't yeah. It? yeah, yeah, and that's what the Saudi prince wants to see. Yeah, that's what he wants to see. And unfortunately, we got to remember that this is a business, and making money should be the the key point here. Number one draw. Well, they yep. need. Yeah. Here's here's the thing: if this is going to be a show for Saudi, then they need mm-hmm. to they need to promote it as such. They need to not add any storyline wrestling in this show. Right. They need to have just matches that people want to see, not. Anything that has to do with Raw or SmackDown or what's going on in creative, they need to just have matches that they want to see. Did they this do will be that? a perfect time to do shit like that's that people have been wanting, like Shawn Michaels versus AJ Styles, mm-hmm. Goldberg versus Undertaker, Triple H. Ver- well, they they already announced Triple H versus Randy Orton, which I'm which I'm happy to see. You know, I loved that rivalry back in the day. You know, we we want to see like Mysterio versus uh, Cedric Alexander. Yeah, yeah, things like that. They can set it up as just incredible matches and just. Fuck the storylines for one week because the storylines we haven't even had any. The only storyline that's even worth watching is the Miz and Shane McMahon, which I've been enjoying. You know, this was and they're trying and everything. They're trying their best to fuck it up by throwing Roman in it. See, now I think along these lines they can set it up just like uh, the ECW One Night Stand. Yeah. They could do it. They could just do the like Saudi that. show just like that. Mm-hmm. It'll be a nostalgia, and and Dream then it'd be, then you'd really want to see it because these are matches mm-hmm. that'll never happen again. Now, if I'm not mistaken, right. did, didn't they uh, kind of ignore the storylines when they did Crown Jewel and the other Super Showdown that they did? Well, over they there? still did the same one. They tried. They tried, <laughs> but they were still mixing shit in. Yeah. Right. The cruiserweight title, the Brock Lesnar versus Braun Strowman, Baron Corbin gets involved, which leads into Baron Corbin. And they mm-hmm. still were adding in the story. Yeah, AJ went in the belt. And then, they went the first time. in order to disrespect the story, they main evented with the Undertaker in them, and it has nothing to do with anything on Raw. Uh-huh. That's the thing. They need to just devote the show to the matches that the prince and other people want to see, then that'd be yeah. more that'd be more digestible. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Kind of like how they do worlds collide. Yeah, yeah. So that'd be more interesting. But all right, we're gonna move on. Let's move on to the Kofi Kevin Owens shit. I think that this is working perfectly to get Kofi over. 
I mean, to to be honest, I, I went out here last week and I said, you know, Kofi's not really doing anything with the belt. And then this week, you know, he gets on, he gets on, he gets over there and he defended twice. Twice. You know, I can, you know, I enjoy seeing that. You know, uh, <coughs> I enjoy seeing him move around with the title and everything and put up defenses and stuff. You know, I think that uh, they're building up to something here with this KO. You know, KO might be that um tr- that uh hallmark win Kobe needs to make no, his title reign legitimate. Here's my problem with it. This past week, we haven't seen Kofi and Kevin together in barely any segments. Where was Kevin Owens last week? When when Dan when Kofi came to Raw, it was his birthday. It was. Yeah, it was his birthday. Remember, he it did was that. Kevin's birthday, man. He did the thing a, in the car. Give him a day off. Oh. He said he pulled up to the arena and he was like, you know what? I don't want to deal with this tonight. And I'm turning around. I'm going home. <laughs> uh, uh, Mr. Office, it's my birthday. I'm not coming to work. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but this week. Daniel, I mean, Daniel Bryan showed up, and he's wrestling Daniel Bryan, and then the next night, he's wrestling Sami Zayn and AJ Styles, and Kevin Owens is nowhere to be found, you know what I'm saying? If they're going to do a storyline that has to do with Kevin Owens, he should be interfering in those matches. Well, he didn't want to come to come into work on it. It's his birthday. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just saying. It was his birthday. I don't work on my birthday. Kevin's birthday. The only thing I think about, okay, so I love anything that has to do with Kevin Owens, and I love cake. Kofi is my champ. I would have I would have let Kevin Owens run with New Day a little bit longer. We all knew it was coming, but it was fun TV. I had a blast watching Big O. <laughs> I would have let that go for a couple more weeks before the inevitable turn. But yeah. I think it's great. I think Ken's going to do what yeah. he does. He's going to get Kofi over, and we're all just going to be big, shiny, happy people. Yeah, I think I think that's uh, everybody's take on it too. I think the Big O thing was hilarious. Yeah, I liked Big O. You know, he was kind of funny. <laughs> and I think it was working perfectly. And if if he'd have let it go a little bit longer, the reaction would have been better. Yeah. Yes. To us, yes. Uh, to him turning, because he would have got to do a. Uh, couple more fun things with them their skits are always pretty funny with them having them eating the pancakes and no, when he was trying to do biggies as a part of entrance yeah all that oh, Montreal. and <laughs> i think what would have made it better is if he'd have stayed in that position until big e got back yeah and that way they would have been used to big old by now mm-hmm and right. it would have been e. a few hey, my spot's of gone. Yeah, my spot? y'all letting him take over my spot, which would have put in line for Big E's turn that was supposed to happen anyway. I, I kept hearing rumors about that. You know, was, it, was, was that actually supposed to happen? You know, uh, we e? will never know. Oh. We'll never know because injuries always change the storyline. Remember, Sami Zayn just came out and threw his arms up and he was gone for a year. And Big E over there trying to do them splits and stuff, man. Well, we amped them up to do it, didn't we? We did. We did. (laughs) We kept amping them up to do it. It was incredible. I enjoyed watching it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Um, Watching them do splits. That was hilarious. But Kofi uh, has been like a fighting champion, and they've been putting his face on TV every week. And it's a good thing because, you know, he does have the company's title, as they call the WWE title. I think that they have to kind of build Kofi Kingston as a champion. You know, he's never been the WWE champion before. And what they don't want is for... They don't want a situation like they had with CM Punk back in 2008 where he's just... 
You know, he may be the world heavyweight champion, but there's but, more important people on the brand, and you know, we're more important. You will focus on what everybody else is doing. Yeah, you, know? you don't want your champion to be the least popular person on the show. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you don't want to have to have main events above him every week. Every, you know, every time he's on pay-per-view, he hasn't main evented yet. Yeah, I get what you're saying. But eventually, I... you're going to have to because the WWE title is the most important title in the company. But that, but the WWE title hasn't actually headlined a pay-per-view in quite some time. Yeah, no, that's they true. Don't, they don't put it as the main event anymore. They're, so do you think that they're trying to make the Universal title more important? Well, yeah, because it's the Raw title, and Raw's always been the flagship show. Yeah. But if they were trying to do that, putting it on Lesnar and watching it, uh, us watching him sit at home with it would not have been the way to do it. Well, Seth Rollins has it, and it's... I know. I, well, I guess we got to see who's above on the card. Is the Seth Rollins match above the Kofi Kingston match on the card? I don't know. Uh, you know money I in the bank? We'll to, well, I guess we'll have to wait and uh, find out. You know, Rollins has a lot of damage control to do with the Universal title, I think. You know, he's yeah, gotta, he he's really gotta, does. He's got to get us to care about it again, I think. That should be his goal. Speaking of money in I the bank. Uh, go ahead, Ted. I was, I, I'm, I'm not going to be surprised if AJ and Seth main event just because it's AJ and Seth. Yeah. You know, or where it's just it's to to the masses it's it's just Kofi and KO where, you know, to a guy like me who's a huge KO fan and a huge Kofi fan, like it's Kofi and KO. You yeah. know, but I think just because of the name draw, you're gonna see AJ and Seth main event. Yeah, because this is a dream match, man. This is like Mr. Right. Monday Night versus Mr. Tuesday Night, man. Because, you know, they were the faces of their respective brands. For now, the past year, probably. And now uh-huh. they're here, and they're going to have this match for the Universal title. And I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm looking I forward to it. I think it was rushed. I think they should have pushed that match. I think that's a WrestleMania type match. Honestly, I think they should have done it a month after WrestleMania. I think it was way too soon. Yeah. Like, they was just trying to hurry up and get to the good stuff, I guess. <laughs> That's what it seems like. It seems like they're rushing into these things. And like I said, they're not building any storylines anymore. Yeah. Right. I don't know what the fuck the job is for the writers and the creative team for WWE, but it seems like they're getting paid to do nothing. I can do, do that. Do a good job of it. <laughs> I can do that. My God. Let's get some shit rolling, guys. I'm telling you. Because this shit is getting kind of low-key boring. And uh, the little jokes that they're making with uh, the Bray Wyatt shit and the Revival shit. Like, come on, dude. Let's get some storylines going. Because like I said again the week before, my wife doesn't watch for the wrestling. She's not a wrestling fan. She watches for the storylines. I guess that's why she's not watching at the moment. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. So, uh, who do you guys uh, like in the Money in the Bank ladder matches this year? Who's going to win them? Uh, you know I never go against Randy. That's always a safe bet for me. I doubt it. Not this year. Uh-huh. So. I, I, the, the fan in me wants to see Ali win, but I have this gut feeling it's going to be Drew. Good Lord, uh, I hope time. so. He's going to be a great heel champ. I really believe it. And for the women, I would love to see Nikki Cross win, but, but she's, she's not in the match. match. I'm I'm going with Ember. I think Ember's. I, I would love to see Ember take it. 
I agree with Teddy the champ's choices on Drew McIntyre and Ember Moon. I'm always a safe better. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Because um, the way WWE works is they go with somebody who they can't lose with most of the time. They either go with the biggest rising star or somebody they know will be a draw. So Randy Orton is the, I know he'll be a draw. Drew McIntyre is the rising star. Even though he's a veteran in the game, he's rising star with a new persona. Yeah. Um, As far as the women goes, you already know. She's not winning it, Arch. She's not gonna. <laughs> what are you talking you, about? I knew you were gonna. I know the next name out of your mouth is gonna be Bailey. It's not happening, Arch. Don't but you get your hopes. No, she's a draw. Says you. That I'm saying, when you look out into the crowd and you see a bunch of Bailey T-shirts, then you know who the draw is. Do you want to get into this? Right. Do, do you I want forgot to Bailey was even in the match. Because when was the last time you looked out into the crowd and saw a bunch of Bailey T-shirts? I admit, I admit you did that in NXT. And and she did it on the main roster, too. I don't see a lot of Bailey Especially around the time when she was women's champ and had her WrestleMania, you know, retain Uh and all of that stuff. Three years ago. Yeah, but you know who can still do it. She just did it not that long ago with Sasha Banks. There was a bunch of hug and whatever the fuck. Whatever the fuck. I hated it. Why? (laughs) I fucking hated it. I enjoyed it, you know. I liked. It. They were the big. They were the big uh, draw for the women's tag team uh, titles. Hey, first. hey, Bailey. Ooh, I, I wanna know. No, don't. Where did your partner go? <laughs> I love them so much. The iconics are hilarious. <laughs> oh my god. Where did your partner They're great go? Great on mute. They are awesome on mute. Let me tell you. Man, whatever, Teddy. I almost hung up this phone. Don't go there, player. <laughs> but yeah, Bailey is a draw. No matter how much you hate her, there are people that love her. Women, kids, men, they love Bailey. She's a goody two shoes persona like the female John Cena. Mm-hmm. And she needs to drop it and go heal for the love of God. How many I more don't, times do I have to that, say that? They, that would work. They missed her chance. Work. They missed the chance. I don't think that that would they work. They missed it. I don't think it would have worked instead even if they of, took it. Instead of them letting Bailey go heal, they reintroduced Dr. fucking Shelby. Dog, how is the right. character supposed to work as a heel? Somebody explain to me how this hugger no, like character is supposed to work as a heel. The same way Becky Lynch did it. I doubt it, Art. It would have worked. I highly doubt it. I believe that. it would have worked the exact same way, but ten times better. I doubt it, Art. Don't give Bailey me that. to go from hugs and high fives. I ain't hugging nobody no more. No, she she just walks out Come stoic. On. Come on, Art, man. Get out of here with you that. You are a hater. No, you're you a just hater. believe that your shit works <laughs> no, with everybody you like. You're and it doesn't work hey, with anybody get else. Get out of here, Art. Man, that would not have worked. I doubt it. You are so fucking whack. Man, whatever. You're whack, dog. I thought that would have worked. Don't cool. Just walk out there stoic or whatever. What? Come on, now. It worked the first three weeks she did it. And then they wanted to put him in some fucking... Uh, 
what anger management counseling? What Get they, the fuck out of here! Did you hear the reaction that she got when she jumped on on Sasha Banks's back? Oh, she's finally gonna go heal. Oh, we can't wait to see her in the big of it was just as big as when Becky did it. I highly doubt yep. it would have worked. It's not bigger. I it was bigger. It. it was bigger than it would have. It definitely would have worked. I don't think so. But instead, they become a tag team. Well, they needed the right. big face for the for the tag team division. That's yeah, what they wanted. They had them. Who? They had the Iconics. Not big enough. They had the Riot Squad. Not big enough. They had Mandy and Sonya. Not big enough. And all of that. And they had the Samoan team. Shut up. They needed Sasha and Bailey in that women's tag division. Right? I, I, I no, truly they believe didn't. they did. Yes, they did. They did not they need needed them. They needed those two together to be the big first Sasha did chance. not need another failure in her career. Well, there wasn't supposed to be like that this time. Our, You're the one that's such an advocate for, and she failed again. Well, it wasn't supposed to be like that. Our, oh, somebody's always pulling it wasn't the rug supposed out. to be like that. Somebody's or... always pulling the rug out from underneath that woman. Every I single time. Hey. <laughs> Get See? on my nerves with that. Yeah. If she did, hadn't became a crappy tag team, Man, whatever. then she probably would be champ again. Baylor was dragging her down. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> we know who the draw is. Man, come on. Let's wrap this Man, shit I'm up. I'm sick and tired of arguing with you. I'm tired of arguing with you. Teddy, tell her where to reach you, bro. Please. Man, you can find me on Facebook at Teddy Do Champ or Instagram at Snatchy Smurf. That's who I was. Sometimes I get a a like on one of my pictures by Snatchy Smurf, and I'm like, who the hell is that? (laughs) Tell tell him where I'm from. Matt Lindsay on Facebook. Matthew Lindsay 677. Wait, no. 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 Because you don't know your Instagram tag. I don't know my Instagram tag. I thought I had it memorized this time. At ArtDog1 on Instagram, at ArtDog3 on Facebook, I mean on Twitter, and you can reach me at Arthur Quinn on Facebook. Hit hit us up at the Sons of Legends21 at gmail.com and let us know topics or anything you want to argue about like we just did. (laughs) My God. Anything you want to say, Teddy? Let's see what happens at Money in the Bank, guys. We'll see you Sunday. I'm gonna get. I'm. We'll keep in contact for this one. Yep. Gunner, Art Dog, we out. So long, this folks. This is the Sons of Legends. Thank you for listening. <laughs>